What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Comment Writers. We are a Common Writer review podcast. Today on the show, we're going to be discussing Common Writer Gotchard episode 17. I'm your host, Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Toby Tobes. How's it going, Toby? Josh, wonderful. Like like the old days of lore, or your, whatever the way that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the- huge thunderstorm outside again, just like the good old days of over summer where every Monday it would rain and then the power would go out. Yeah. So if there's uh, weird cuts again today, that just meant we bet went back to 2023 and storm season. We we got very lucky with all of that over the storm season last year. Like, like we said that multiple times, but I think that the power only went out one time that I recall. Uh, I think it was, tw- I think it was twice that day. Oh, twice in one, but oh, once okay. in that, in that whole thing. Yeah. And it was funny because I think we talked about them too, but real quick then. So Josh and I record using Zencaster and we're having a conversation of, Hey, so if my power goes out, what actually happens with the recordings? Cause we had no idea and we don't do like the audacity sync ups or anything anymore. And we did a little test and just killed the internet, whatever we did. And we're like, wow, it just saves everything. We lose like 10 seconds. So it's foolproof and stormproof or it something is. along those lines. Yeah. We, we have a, uh robust recording solution now because back in the day (laughs) yeah back in the day so we always didn't like the uh record the 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 call over skype or record the call over discord or whatever program you're using because like i feel like every podcast did did that at the time and like one person always sounds good and the other person sounds like they're down a well or something yeah at some point someone always goes robot and then usually there's a conversation of like hey you sound like a robot say that again or we do this part or (laughs) wherever the Uh, case may be yeah so we would always do like local recordings that then we'd have to like figure out how to like remotely sync up kind of uh just by counting down and then whoever's editing the podcast would have to like painstakingly line them up and then like make sure they stay in sync which is also a big thing where like for some reason like mine would be a different speed than toby's so like even if i sync them up at the beginning by the time you get two hours into a podcast it's like oh now i'm off by half a second how did this happen (laughs) Um, it's a nightmare. So it's a wonderful that there are websites that do that for us now. <laughs> yeah. Technology has advanced. Truly. Truly has. Uh, I know that the, like the giant bomb people, at least they, they go to like time dot is, and they all click record at the same time. So it's at least like remotely close when they start. But, uh, Don't yeah, they... we, we, we were, we were long before that even. So to go back a step. Yeah. So, Josh and I bonded years and years and years ago over Giant Bomb. Yeah. And Giant Bomb Giant Bomb is a website about video games, as I like to call themselves, or at one point uh, went through a shitload of staff rotations and splits and everything else. And one of the things that people bitched about them for a very long time is they learned how to do things once, all in the beginning of whatever technology came out, <laughs> and they refused to do anything else ever to learn the new technology or do things easier or smarter or whatever. And for whatever reason, you saying they use time.is to click re- record together and have no other option or plan of how they're going to do the recordings synced up properly blows my mind and also is 100% on brand. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure if that is like their main solution or if that's just for like their backup recordings or something. It might be just backup stuff, but um, I've definitely seen them on stream using time.is before. To like you know do the uh do the sync up <laughs> um but 
it, yeah, like they're they're very different now because they had this like insane turnover that there's really like no one left there that that used to be there. Yeah, <laughs> for, pretty much for, when, when we were big fans. Um, now they seem insanely uh, adventuresome and doing nuts things and filling bathtubs with macaroni and stuff. I don't know. They're they're just out there doing wild shit now. It feels like, but I guess uh, it's something you can do since. I mean, again, like back when when we started the first podcast years and years and years ago and everything else, every, all this shit was way more niche still, I feel yeah, like. definitely. And now, like, I mean, we were probably one of hundreds or thousands of, like, tokusatsu podcasts. And the video game ones were, like, everywhere. Like, yeah. you could throw a rock down the street and someone's doing a video game podcast. So I guess it kind of makes sense that now, like, since everyone does that, now they're doing mac and cheese tubs to, like, <laughs> totally. stand back out again. Yeah, I kind of respect it. Like, I I don't really keep up with a lot of their output anymore, and it's all crazy. But like, from what I've what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've read on the internet, it's like, you know, they're owned by fandom now, and like, they don't have any engineers to work on the website even. So it's like they can't even update their website or like do what they want to do on the website. So they just kind of have said fuck it and just do like streams and nonsense shit and like barely touch the website anymore. It's like, cool. Like the ship's all going down. So you might as well like have a lot of fun while it does it, I guess. Like, I don't know. Fandom, uh, like the, we live stream movies, to theaters fandom. Uh, is it fandom or it's, it's the, it's the company that does all the, uh, the wikis. Is that, I think that's fandom, right? I don't know. Sure. I will, I will fact check this just a second. <laughs> uh, it's the company that, uh, um, everyone hates <laughs> um, Amazon, fan, it, Wikipedia, it is, Apple, it is, <laughs> Microsoft, it is Sony. <laughs> <laughs> it is fandom. It's not the movie theater thing you're thinking of though, but it's the, okay. it's the people who run. Like if you've ever like, if you've ever been to a wiki specifically for like a video game or something, it's probably a fandom wiki. And it's, it's the ones that like hit you with like, a zillion ads that you have to close and like auto plays video and sound and you can't even read the page because it's all broken because all the ads and everything it, that, that's fandom pretty much do you know a funny story yeah do you know who created fandom no who like uh jimmy wales the guy that made wikipedia no really yeah it's a privately held for-profit company that was founded in 2004 by wikipedia co-founder jimmy wales and angela beasley all right, well, Jimmy Wales made a good thing in Wikipedia and made a really shitty thing in fandom. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's, yeah. I guess the fandom's entertainment only, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Every every time, like people hate fandom, uh, and every time I've ever used it, uh, my experience is yes, it's like ad ridden, uh, slow, broken pages, just kind of terrible. Um, I don't know. And then they bought up a bunch of like sites like Giant Bomb. And I don't know if that's been good or not either. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's always hard to tell when things like that happen, like big, uh, big purchases like that happen, because like they're usually not great. Usually, you know, consolidation like that is usually not good in general. But like sometimes it's hard to suss out just how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's who owns Giant Bomb now. Yeah, you know, we not to, I don't know, not to brag, but like we've been we've been podcasting since before. Since the point when you had to like explain what a podcast was to someone when you were telling them about what you were doing, <laughs> like that's wild to think about at this point. Like everybody knows what a podcast is because like everybody's you know friend has a has a podcast about his 
stupid home home micro brews he makes or something right uh and and back when back when we first started it was like a podcast it's kind of like a radio show but like just for the internet Pre-recorded. Uh, yeah, yeah, it has it has pod in the name, but you can listen to it on anything. It doesn't have to be just an iPod. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, that's how it it's, works. <laughs> it's crazy too, because like, I don't even know if it's still called iTunes. I would assume so. Like the Apple, it is. It is not. <laughs> okay, so I'd assume that. So the, I think it was the wrestling one. Like that was the point where, when you went to just a topic like wrestling podcasts. I think you and I were listed on like the top 10, at least at one <laughs> point or top 15. Cause I took a screenshot of it. There are like but so like, few of them. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, at, it was small enough where our dumb shit was actually ranked somewhere. Yeah. Which seems wild too. Like <laughs> that is, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and now like podcasts are just big business and they, yeah. have, they have giant ads and, and Spotify pays Joe Rogan to, say nonsense shit every week and (laughs) and and yay 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 hail corporate i guess no listen if spotify called us and they were like yo we're paying to spout nonsense every week if you fucking say no i'm gonna kill you it's funny funny you said that because i i literally just opened my mouth to say now if spotify paid me money i would say yes (laughs) in a heartbeat (laughs) i love spotify what a great system my year my year in review is spectacular (laughs) If Spotify comes knocking, uh, I am selling out in a heartbeat. That's for <laughs> <Okay>, sure. <good. laughs> um, yeah, I don't have ads in the podcast though, so there's that. <laughs> I guess that's good <laughs> for right now. Uh, but yeah, totally. Spotify wants to give me a million dollars. I am. I'm there for it. <laughs> Josh says I don't have ads, I don't have ads on the podcast, and in five minutes is going to go. So if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get all sorts of things. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that. Let's jump over to the emails <laughs> because I don't have ads on the podcast, but <laughs> our friend Charlie from Texas does have an ad on the podcast. <laughs> Charlie sent in an email uh, entitled "Patreon Ad." And uh, there's a parenthetical <laughs> at the beginning that says, this message is for the listeners of the podcast. Sorry, Josh and Toby, but this ain't for you. <laughs> okay. So Charlie Charlie goes on to say, in all caps, you guys should join the Patreon. But don't just take it from me. Listen to what some of the other patrons have to say about it. <laughs> Five stars. The Comet Writers Patreon is a, perhaps the best money you will ever spend as a Toku fan. For the price of a bottle of water at Disneyland, not only do you get hours upon hours of content each month, but you also have access to the Discord server and all of the fun, awesome community that comes with it. That one's from the one sane person in that server. <laughs> Five stars. Back in 2013, I used to comment on these YouTube videos talking about how these guys won't stop talking so I can hear what's going on in the TV show, and now I'm paying for them. What have I become? Signed. Also from that one sane person in the server. <laughs> My favorite is that's true. Totally. Only because, like, I, I know the one specific one that, that one's coming from, but when we used to do the Power Rangers thing that we do like on the Patreon, the amount of comments that we used to get on YouTube that were basically like, why won't you two shut the fuck up? I can't watch the episode. <laughs> yeah. used to be amazing. People, people wanted us, like, just to be uh, pirating Power Rangers instead of, like, being a transformative work over top of Power Rangers. <laughs> like, you guys could just steal Power Rangers fr- somewhere else. Like, you don't have to be here. <laughs> uh, the next one is... Uh, Five stars would be a better show if Toby would remember even a single character name. Uh, that one comes from Josh Meek, the Uber geek. <laughs> <laughs> 
following up there is five stars. Would, would be a better show if Josh could pronounce words. Uh, that one is from Toby the Tobes? Question mark. I guess question mark. I feel like he needs a the in his name. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, professional reader Tobes. <laughs> Uh, five stars. The one or the only podcast with worse puns than I have. That would sign Kieran, but then in parentheses, actually Toby pretending to be him. But don't tell the viewers. <laughs> it's it's funny because Kieran's one specifically that you, I think was the first one that bitched and said, <laughs> "Why won't you guys stop talking?" And then has been around for a long time now. <laughs> then, then we then we won him over <laughs> one by one. Yeah, it works somehow. <laughs> Charlie also says there's a lot of fun moments, such as this interaction, and sends a screenshot from her Discord where I said, haha, I'll be McSteamy. <laughs> and then he responded <laughs> with, no, just no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Charlie says, anyway, you should join the Patreon. For only $1 a month, you get access to the Discord. And for $3 a month, you get access to exclusive content like Watch and Reacts and the Ramblecast. If you don't want to join the Patreon but still want to interact, that's okay. You can send Toby and Josh emails by sending them to cast at commonwritersucks.com. Charlie wrote a very wonderful ad there. That that was beautiful. I have nothing further to add. I think that was, that was great. You did a good job, Charlie. <laughs> uh, we also got a legit email to the email address cast at commonwritersucks.com. Uh, not, not not to say that Charlie's wasn't a legit email. We got an email that was a more traditional email, I guess I'll say, <laughs> instead of a go. Patreon ad. Uh, so cast at commonwritersucks.com. This one comes in from uh, our friend Shade. Shade says, thank God you guys figured stuff out on your own there. Talking about the uh, spoilers from the movie uh, that we talked about last time. Uh, Shade says, Toei was being so freaking weird with the information regarding their series, even more so in this season, in this season for some reason. With that being said, let's get to the rest of the announcements and some details from last time, too. So we talked about it last time. We'll talk about it here in this episode, too. But we went to such great lengths to preface the spoiler um, that they just then put in the intro this episode. <laughs> so not going to treat it as a spoiler anymore that uh, Kudo becomes a common writer because now it's just in the intro. Um, hilarious that, that that was we spent so long trying to talk around it last time. And then it's just it's just right there. I, I mean, I guess we saved them a week before the uh, the mid the mid season ish switch up or whatever we call us now. Yeah, and I guess I guess, so. I guess in theory, that's the way you get around if people didn't watch the movie because we weren't sure if like you give it a week <laughs> how they how they were going to play it. We're like the people don't watch the movie. What happens here? And the solution was the intro has uh, Kudo doing a henshin with the two bo- the two main boys and then her in her fucking outfit later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, let's see shade says uh first off kudo becoming a common writer is bigger news than you can even imagine because she is the first secondary female writer in the entire franchise that's right my friends this is history that you are witnessing so the great uh discord navigator and i were discussing this i don't is that true because like what was neon then yeah so uh, yeah i agree i think that because Neon, Neon was a writer, a writer from the beginning, but like, I guess we're not counting her as a secondary writer. I don't really know why. I feel like she well, counts as a secondary writer. Like it was Geese's show, and like yeah. the art half ha- conversation was like Kawa was a secondary. Yeah, I guess you count Kawa as a secondary. Is tertiary, but they were all common writers. Neon it wasn't and like Buffa she had a would be tertiary. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like they had special dumb names or anything. It wasn't like they weren't writers. And, and like, and, and I feel like at the beginning. It was Geats first, Kawa second, 
the other's third. But then as the series went on, I feel like Kawa, Neon, and, and Buffo were all like pretty equal as far yeah. as where they were at. I don't know. Um, yeah, I I, th- I think there's a case to be made for Neon. I think she uh, she she got her moment in the sun <laughs> and wasn't wasn't really relegated off to the side too much, you know, as far as as far as that stuff goes. Like um, like I do I do think it's cool that like, I mean Kudo is pretty main in this, and that's that is cool. Like if this is the first time ever, like I'm glad they're moving forward. But I feel like it's happened in the same scale in other things we've watched. And I don't know if I agree with that statement necessarily. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like there, then there have been other like women writers in the past too. Like, um, a lot of times they'll, they'll like become a writer at the very end, like, uh, in common writer, uh, 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 Gio, uh, they have Sukuyomi who is, she's with them the whole show. And she is the kind of like, like badass woman who like sort of is like pseudo in charge. Who's kind of, uh, telling the other guys what to do but then doesn't become a writer until like the very end of the series. And she finally then gets to, gets to Henshin. So like, this is as if she had become a writer very early on <laughs> instead yeah. of waiting until the very end. Uh, so that's, you know, that's an improvement. I like that. Um, I certainly, yeah, I, I think in maybe a few years ago, yeah, she, I, I don't think Kudo would have ever become a writer. So I'm happy to, happy to see she's doing, she gets to do that now because it makes a lot of sense for the story. <laughs> <laughs> her to, definitely helps her to become one. yeah uh shade says that her common writer name is common writer uh majade majade i think is how we're gonna pronounce that because i think the as shade says the jade is taken from the gemstone so you know um, now we're down to four and a half stars because josh still can't say words this is well, why my review is so accurate no one has said that out loud in the show to me yet so i don't know how they pronounce it in the show i'm just i'm just reading it here in text i don't know I gotta wait till they say it in the show. <laughs> okay, that's not gonna help me either. That's <laughs> help me. Uh, Shade says she transforms with the unicorn and the sun chemis that uh, we see in the episode we're talking about today, seventeen. Uh, so by the way, look, real quick, ahead. looking on commonrider.fandom.com <laughs> <laughs> yep. on on Kudos page, it has the when they sound it out for you. Yeah, the phonetic. It's either it? Ma Jade or Ma Jade, I would imagine. But go ahead. So the M, the Maj part is normal. The E has the line across the top of it, and then it's Do at the end. Majido? Majedo? <laughs> I don't I'm know. So I don't glad, know. I'm so glad you brought up phonetic spelling so you could point out that neither of us know how they work. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, well, I feel like it's, it's not the right thing then. Because spelling it phonetically is just actually sounding it out. But whenever they put like the freaking like whatever that's called and they put the the language yeah, clues yeah. I know, on the letters. I know what you're talking about and, and they I don't remember what they all mean is what I'm saying yeah I think the, I think the e over the end is like a long e maybe Majido. <laughs> no I don't think it's I don't think that's it because because even because he, oh he seems so stupid now I like when we go on these tangents because even if it only just entertains you and me, I don't really, don't really care now. Jot, oh wait, okay, yeah, I copied and pasted. Look in Discord. Like, all right, all right. It's com- it's common. Oh, it is. I think it is Majito. You're right. Oh my god. Yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Majito. <laughs> Here, uh, pronunciation symbols. We're gonna figure out. Phonet- they're called phonetic symbols. Okay. Uh, we want to look so- at it. 
E with a line over the top, right? Yeah. Oh my god, there's so many of them. Why are there so many of them? Because uh, okay. English is a stupid language. It's a long vowel. So, so that would be E, right? Yeah, like, but I need like E as in like feed E-digit, or E as in feed. fed. Yeah, but those like, are the two options for, for E, fed or feed. And I think in this case, then it'd be feed with the line over the top. Yeah, so Majido. 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 They just say it in the fucking show. All right, let's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Shade says, by the way, side note, the moment where Hukudo summoned the effing sun was so hilarious. Yeah, just just uh, go slap this in the little uh, device, summon the sun, no big deal. Uh, anyways, another announcement was made, and it's the Common Rider Gotchard Hyper Battle Video Special. Uh, the special will be a Freaky Friday situation uh, between Kudo and Hotoro. Uh, so the the little trailer for this uh, that's a dream got, come true for Hodor probably sucked. I think so yeah I think so um, the I don't think they're gonna get into that aspect of the Freaky Fridayness though that's always you you always have to gauge what uh, <laughs> what rating your Freaky Friday show is to decide if you're gonna get into the like okay you're gonna have to go to the bathroom at some point and that's gonna get weird you know uh, always does. Always does. We watched a movie. I can't remember the name of it. It was some dumb movie that uh, it, is it really worth me rem- remembering the name of, to be honest. Uh, but it was one of those like holiday movies uh, that's on Netflix that are just like interchangeable. But it, it had like a Freaky Friday element to it where all the family members got switched into other family members' bodies. Um, and it was completely forgettable except for one scene after they get switched where they do like a real funny gag on the fact that this happens in so many movies <laughs> and they're like, I, this, this has never ever happened before. I can't believe it. This is a completely original situation. <laughs> <laughs> and like the one dad uh, who is a little, little, a kid became the father is in the father's body. He was like, yeah, no one ever woke up and when then was just big suddenly. And like, <laughs> so basically they go through every freaky Friday esque movie and do a quick reference to it. And that was, that was good. Other than that movie was, was shitty, but <laughs> that one thing was good uh but yeah i watched the trailer for the uh the freaky friday uh hyper battle special it seems seems very fun and it, it actually has like seemingly more plot than those often do so so that seems cool to check out um it seems like maybe the other characters are also uh acting differently than normal i don't know if they've been freaky friday as well but we'll see shade says regarding our new and mysterious orange friend his official name is common writer gotcha daybreak uh, along with him, our new Daybreak variants of the Kemi cards, which are basically fire Kemi cards. Um, the character is voiced by Daigo Naito, who previously played Ultraman Zero in the Ultraman Saga movie. Uh, many people were Ultraman Zero, so I had to clarify. Since there's only news about the actor doing voice work for Gachar Daybreak, I think it's safe to assume that we won't be seeing him out of the suit anytime soon, or maybe this could be a Kekara situation. A very interesting fact about Gotchar Daybreak, though, despite a ton of things like uh, Legend or the X Kemi forms being leaked way before its debut, Gotchar Daybreak, for some reason, was the most well kept secret in Gotchar because nobody heard anything about this. None of it leaked. Everyone was genuinely surprised by it. Um, with this, we conclude the chapter in Gotchar's story and start a new one. For the new chapter, we'll be getting a new version of the opening theme, which we heard but- in episode 17 here. Yes, it's very good. I was very hyped because it's even better than the last one. 
even though it's hey. basically the same song, but it's better than the last one. I agree. Yeah, it's it's the same. It's like a second verse, essentially, of the same song or like the same song, but like just different lyrics. But like the rap is like way more fire than it was before. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's better. That person's name is Flo. That's hilarious, isn't it? Or Glow? Flo? Flo, Flo. yeah. Uh, so Shade talks about it a bit more. It says, Back On will be collaborating with another band called Flo uh, for a new version of Chem X Story. Chem, Chem, chemistry. <laughs> Yes, we, we, we love trying to pronounce the name of the song um, from my sources. We'll also be getting an official English and Chinese version of the original theme. Uh, man, that's so cool. We haven't had an official English version of an opening theme since seven years ago. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. That's a very long time. Uh, we should, we should, uh, we should record uh, a karaoke version of it. Like you and me singing it when it comes out. Hell no. We should, we should do it. <laughs> uh, finally, I want to talk a little bit about Toby's weird point from the end of last episode. I can't wait to find out. There's, what this some, is about. there's so many. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Gajar didn't make a very good first impression on people, myself included. The pacing of the story was very weird, and you could tell the actors are trying to get comfortable in their role. There were some highlights here and there, though, especially around episode five. Uh, which was positively received, probably because of wrestling and Kamen Rider fandoms have a lot of crossovers. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but now I do think Gotchard is getting better and better now. It's just sad how the start turned so many people off uh, on the series. In fact, this whole situation reminds me of an older time in Kamen Rider. It was the sweet year of 2014. Kamen Rider Gaim, like Geats, was a dramatic story of young heroes challenging a higher power around the, and the concept of destiny itself. When it ended, what followed was Kamen Rider Drive, and people freaking hated it. <laughs> Going from fruit samurai dueling each other for the fate of the world to a guy with a wheel on his chest solving crimes with super-powered Hot Wheels is a big change. But eventually, Drive got more serious, and people started to pay more attention to the show. Nowadays, Drive is a pretty highly regarded show, and I'm willing to bet people are going to look at Gotchard in a different light in the future, too. I don't know if it'll reach Drive's level of status, but I know for a fact that it's not going to be the worst common writer series ever. That title belongs to Saber. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, yeah, Saber. Saber's the reason that I fell off of the whole fandom for a while because I, f I bounced off of Saber so hard. <laughs> it was just, uh, yeah, I did not enjoy Saber. But so we will not be watching that later. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> it's certainly not going to be high on the list that I vote for. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it gets better. Um, I didn't give it too long. Like I, I did fall off pretty hard, but it was just not, it was just not what I was looking for out of a common writer. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm liking, I'm liking Gotchard, but all right. So Toby, we'll jump over to talk about the episode now, episode 17, uh, because we, we talked about the first piece, which is uh, we got a whole brand new theme. And I think, I think first point of discussion, let's talk about, Everything that's changing with Common Rider Gotchard. I think that that is uh, that's sort of the the theme here. We saw it last episode uh, where the 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 big villain Garyon was revealed and said, you know, hey, we've got fun in store for you next year. Um, and then this year we're opening up with new intro, new theme, tons of new plot points that are happening in this episode. Uh, so stuff stemming from from the movie, but then also like new villains being introduced and, and big twists and turns happening. So it, we talked about this in the discord a little bit. So I wanted to talk about it on the show too. I think that this is really like, you know, I, I know, you know, lots of shows have like a new arc and stuff, but this feels very intentional to try to draw in some of those people 
that maybe fell off the show like we talked about at the beginning all those maybe. og shades they want them back exactly yeah this feels like uh, you know especially they they did a little like um uh side video with the abyssal sisters uh which which felt very much like them saying okay this is kind of what happened so far but like things are going to be all different now uh, <laughs> uh you guys should all check it out like if you want to catch up on it like go sign up for the ttfc and then you can jump in and, and it'll be you'll be here for the fun new cool stuff um i actually changing. watched Seriously. it this time because just in case this conversation came up uh i found that video to be the stupidest thing ever <laughs> <laughs> fair enough so i watched a little bit of it and then they're like it was basically the the actresses talking to each other in character but out of character yeah and just like because they're like man you really got your butt kicked in episode 15 you like showing your belly off a lot yeah but look at this og uh storyboard original outfit design and like oh your stomach's covered up what made you change your mind and just too much <laughs> dumb shit like that for me yeah i'm not saying it was great uh but like especially towards the end of it the vibe was definitely like please please watch the show it, things are changing like they they like showed a picture of like the the creators of common writer and like like they say things are going to be new and different or whatever yeah so like i think that was that was the intended goal um to kind of rope rope some people back in and it, it feels that way i think at the beginning of this episode like they're you know they're just trying to make it fresh they're trying to make it new like hey you saw there's a new orange gotchard right you should come and see who he's about and uh, look at these other two riders. Here they are. Have you seen them before? No? Huh? We are crazy. Better keep I watching. I think it's silly that, like, <laughs> again, we kind of talked about it last time, so we won't talk about it too much. But, like, we're 17 episodes in. Even if, like, you caught the vibe now of, like, hey, we refreshed it. You still have to sit through 16 episodes of the bad stuff you didn't like in the first place. Like, it just <laughs> seems like it doesn't work like this to me. To, like, it's only, it's only 16 episodes, not, like, 30. <laughs> to get I mean, I guess. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's only it's only five hours you have to watch ahead of time before it gets good toby i currently am uh here i can i can tell you an exact number let's get let's get a real value here for my for my distaste i am currently uh about seven and a half hours into a nine hour book that i hate i'm so (laughs) this book's terrible but I'm I'm far enough along in now that I'm gonna see it through just to spite this stupid friggin' book. Um, so so you know people will do that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it just keeps getting worse. Toby. every time I every, every time I listen, it just keeps getting worse. Um, <laughs> but jumping into Kaminari Gatra, which keeps getting better. Uh, let's talk about what happens here in this episode. So first up, we uh, are in the Abyssal Sisters hideout with the newly revealed. Uh, boss, I guess, um, Girion, and he is uh, working on creating some malgams, and this is this is wholly upsetting. Um, so he he gets a new Kemi card from one of the sisters, which is like Nimine Moon, like a moon Kemi, and he then pulls out from this like weird dimensional hole a what looks to be like a voodoo doll. And it's explained that it's one of the older brothers of the uh, the sisters who was basically like so bad that they had to be hidden away. And he combines the Kemi card and the voodoo doll and some gold and he creates an amalgam using using those those things. I um, thought it was funny because that's like the, the throwing the little figurines 
in X uh, figurine holder reminded uh-huh. me of OG Power Rangers when we yes. used to make things out of clay and throw the clay in the oven and then it turned into a monster. Same vibe. I'm so glad you got that because the second he pulled out the little <laughs> doll, I was like, it's Finster. He's doing the Finster <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad you picked up on that too. Um, yeah, I totally felt like that's that's going to be what his thing is. It's just like he's going to make little creations. Uh, I hope we don't have to find out more about the brothers. That seems that seems upsetting. <laughs> I don't want to well, know uh, more about them. I feel like I feel like we have to because yeah. then it'll make the sisters do extra bad things, or maybe turn around down the road and be like, "You're messing with our family. We've had enough." Yeah, I, I think I think the sisters have a redemption arc in this series. I've decided this episode. I think that the sisters turned good at some point. And that's why they were so much fun in the New Year's Eve spectacular. Yeah, exactly. And they've started like giving them a little bit of human traits. Like, you know, even, even Atropos, the, the, the little one who's like mostly mean, uh, they, they made her seem a little more human when she was interacting with Kudo. Um, yes, yeah, so I, th- I think that they're, I, that's my, that's my current prediction is that they will see them kind of do a flip and, and become good at some point. Uh, I thought this Malgum, this moon based Malgum was hideous i got the ick looking at it i didn't want to look at it anymore the weird mouth with the little feely teeth the point and, in and the belts th- and the belt strapped through his mouth and it yeah was i thought oh. it was cool it was very horror movie scary game vibe so it was cool it was yeah it, it specifically the like the weird like floaty flangey teeth thing was the thing that was like i just couldn't Oof, it was it was too much. I couldn't look at him. <laughs> I didn't want to keep looking at him. And then he stuck around for the whole episode. It was it was very off-putting for me. <laughs> uh and then of course, next up we get another pretty shocking scene. Uh Minato, uh the professor walks into the classroom, and who is there but the the evil Girion himself who's been waiting for Minato. And um Girion says it's been a while. So clearly he's been there before. Maybe he was, uh, he was a, pr- a prior student who knows, but, uh, the two of them are basically face to face. Now old friends reunited. <laughs> Seemingly. So from what we find out <laughs> later, uh, and then we cut over to the kitties. Uh, so Hodoro is serving his friends at the family restaurant. Uh, we have, you know, a cute little scene of, uh, of, of them, deciding to eat Hodoro's food, even though it's too spicy. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Hodoro was left. He's off on his own because he's, he had to go get a delivery. At one point they make the comment joke, whatever. Cause like he made all the foods because it was supposed to be like, Hey, happy new year's. Here's all the best foods that you can eat for like prosperity and good luck and everything else. Uh-huh. One of them said, got to eat them all. Do you think that's a direct Pokemon quote? Ooh, maybe it, <laughs> it might be. It's either that or it's like a very young like nose, a, a gotcha quote. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's probably probably a Pokemon reference. I would guess. I, I guess the the big question is does does Pokemon does Pocket Monsters also say "gotta catch them all" in Japan? That's a good question. I'm assuming that it does, but yeah, I mean, if it's not. Like we like the day we figured out that the names are close with the puns and everything else. Yeah, 
I'm sure it's something close. If it's not that literal phrase, I'm sure it's <laughs> extremely <laughs> <Probably> close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must obtain all of the animals. <laughs> Uh, Hodoro, when he's out on his little delivery, of course, uh, as expected, finds the Malgum, uh, tries to fight him, and, uh, well, it doesn't doesn't go super well, and our new friend, Gotchar Daybreak, shows up, and Daybreak is is a tough guy who <laughs> fights away the Malgum, and basically, he kind of lectures Hodoro, kind of says, like, like, yeah, you're not going to be able to handle this guy yourself. Uh, also, P.S. You're gonna you're gonna be in the middle of something pretty bad pretty soon, so uh, it's gonna make you lose faith in someone you trust. Just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> so Gotchard uh, knows the future, I guess. Gotchard Daybreak. Uh, Pokemon's Japanese slogan is "Get Pokemon." Just for the record, <laughs> gotta catch them all. Get Pokemon. That feels like the people who did the Got Milk campaign that went <laughs> to Japan. It was like, listen, you got Pokemon, we got a slogan for you. <laughs> get pokemon that's terrible <laughs> uh i guess score one for the rest of the world yeah know. we did it <laughs> uh let's see so yeah orange gotchard lecturing hodoro uh do you do you have a guess yet at who gotchard daybreak is so i feel like i feel like they hammered it home with later in the episode when he saves Kudo. Yeah, I think so. And too. he calls her, I guess, like. He calls know, like, her Renee first, which would be like her, uh, her, her first name, her actual yeah. like first name. And then he corrects himself to Kudo, right? Yeah, and, and it was when she specifically was about to get fucked up. He appeared yeah. like a flash and saved her and then got really like coy and shy about it. Yeah. So I, like, I, I'm. 99% sure it's going to be her dad, but I mean, they could swerve it and just pretend like they cared or whatever else, but who knows? Yeah. I, I think, I think this episode cemented that it's the dad for me for sure. Uh, this also episode they... also cemented for me that uh, Mr. Daybreak there all the time, his, his go-to saying is you'll have two choices. Cause he says <laughs> it like he said it one time in that last episode and it seemed like a cool thing. Like, yeah, you had, you had two choices, kid, like man up or go quit or do whatever you got to do. That's when he's like, you have two choices, trust or don't trust. You have two choices, go fight more or go fight less, but something bad might happen. And he says it like a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it is, it is clearly his catchphrase. Um, it, it actually reminded me, uh, of AJ Styles, the wrestler, because there was a there was a point in when he was in TNA that um, he he he's tried to use a catchphrase where he would say he would give his big promo and then he would say like and there's two things you can do about it nothing or like it <laughs> and it was so dumb and every time he would say it i'd be like well it's a good promo up until that <laughs> until he tried to hit the catchphrase um and i feel like that catchphrase lasted maybe like like a month <laughs> and then he stopped <laughs> using it uh but clearly it's stuck with me now for like 10 years <laughs> uh but every, every time he says like well you have two choices that's the only thing i can think about is aj styles and tna perfect <laughs> which really is my own cross to bear <laughs> i feel like <laughs> <laughs> um, 
let's see. Other exciting things that happened this episode. We find out more about uh, Spanner's um, Spanner's professor, who is really more of like a mom figure, we find out. So he, he goes to visit her again. She's about to collapse because she hasn't been eating, because she's been working on her research. So they get some food together, and they start chatting. And yeah, come well, to Span- find out. Spanner cooks again, because we have to hammer home that uh, Hodoro can't cook still with his friends. And his fake True. mom was like, I'm so hungry. And Spanner's like, I'll whip up this delicious treat. And then she <laughs> just mixes you. the food randomly together. And he's like, you're really not supposed to be doing this. And she's like, just give it a chance. It's good. And they like kid pal around like little hugs. Like, Oh, I love you, mom. Kind of jokes. And except he's so offended about the food mixing though. He's like, no, these are, this is a ridiculous flavor. <laughs> he's a pro chef. <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we find out that, yeah, there was uh, some incident that had happened 10 years ago where the uh, professor uh, had saved his life and had basically been raising him as a son since then. She says she raised him until he became an A-rank alchemist, uh, but then she like expresses regret basically about getting him mixed up in all the stuff they're mixed up in. Because there is a lot of crazy bullshit that happens in that kid's life, so... That seems yeah, fair. that's true. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is in harm's way, let's say. Um, and we also find out, too, that the reason that they're keeping an eye on Kudo is because they think her dad is not actually a traitor. So they they know that the uh, the Alchemy Alliance is evil, essentially. Uh, it seems like what they're saying. And they know that actually Kudo's dad is not really a traitor. And they're going to seemingly assist him whenever he comes back to light. Uh, so we we wondered last episode sort of what side they're on. And it made it very clear this time around that they seem like the good guys. Yeah. Uh, I thought they're a little like play, yeah, playful, like eating relationship and stuff like that. I thought it was very cute. I thought that they like made a good pair last episode. And then when they really hammer home the like, you know, uh, parent uh, uh, son situation with them. I thought that it was pretty adorable. Um, they they even teased Spanner about being in a slump. I liked that. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's oh, doing you know. okay. He'll, he'll get it back. <laughs> I, she's not wrong, though. <laughs> He's in a bit of a slump. <laughs> uh, Spanner heads out uh, to go find uh, the rest of the of the kids. He gets an alert. And um, he runs into the professor, and we cut away very quickly. Meanwhile, uh, the rest of the gang are looking for the Malgum who's been hiding in shadows. They eventually suss out the correct shadow. Um, Hodor that whole part was up. the best thing because yeah. they were like, because they were just they were all just laying on the floor or like laying on the concrete basically, and they're like, "No, this one hasn't moved. We were here all day." And then, I guess to like hammer home one last time that she will be a common rider kudos like well i can't transform or i can't use or i'm not a common rider but i can still use chemis and then she sprinkled yeah. hot sauce basically in the shadow and the moon man <laughs> got very mad she she specifically said uh, I, th- I think the wording was like i still can't do alchemy but i can yeah like she's like, <laughs> i still can't do alchemy so i don't know like because she said that last episode too when she was kind of telling um Hodoro that she would fight beside him she kind of said like well i'm still a little too tired to do alchemy but like i'll fight beside you and she's saying it again here so 
I don't know. I guess they just are deciding like, yeah, we'll give you a couple weeks until we actually show her transformed. But, but like clearly it's coming. Yeah. Cause I mean, like if nothing else, now we've seen it in the intro. Like how, but how incredible <laughs> would it be? Toby, hear me if out. They ne- if they never do it, <laughs> if they never do it, if they put it in the intro and it was in the movie and we go for like 20 more episodes and she's just like, ah, not today. Just not feeling it. <laughs> it would be hilarious. Only like, also tied to the fact that I guess we'll call it last year. I kept yelling for geats. Like I want the goddamn gun scene from the intro that took almost yeah. the entire year to get. Yep. So they should do, that'd be the perfect swerve. Just do the opposite this year. Like everyone thinks like, Oh, if it was in the intro, it's going to happen. Like they did it last year. All the crazy shit's going to go down. And like, she just literally never henshins and like never show the <laughs> outfit again and everything else. I would, I would be very sad from like a show perspective and from a character perspective. Cause I really love her and stuff, but like from a troll perspective, people would lose their minds and I would laugh so hard if we just, <laughs> if it just never happened. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think it'll happen soon, but yeah, they're, they're clearly like giving the movie a little bit more space before they show it off in the show. Like that really was what it feels like to me. Like, I don't know, come up with an excuse. So she doesn't transform for like one more week before we, we give it away for free. Again, back to wrestling. It's like a wrestling pay-per-view. You don't have your wrestling show on Sunday and then show all the best clips on Monday. You give it like a couple weeks before you start showing it all on free TV so that people start buying the replay, you know? Let it breathe. Let it breathe. You gotta let it, let it breathe, man. Uh, Hodoro shows up and, you know, is gonna try to fight the Malgam again, but then he remembers that the Gotchar Daybreak said he couldn't do it. He tries really hard and he goes UFO x he he tries the uh x rex situation none of it really works out um and uh then finally yeah that's this is the point where the gotcha daybreak shows back up saves saves kudo has his awkward interaction with kudo (laughs) and uh and yeah then then um we very quickly go over to meet up with spanner and minato um Toby, why don't, why don't you run down what's happening between Spanner and Minato? Tell us tell us what's going on over here. They were screaming at each other. Uh, Spanner had his cool little sword of destiny out. And Minato was just standing there like as dead face, deadpan as possible. And basically told everyone like, yeah, just so you know, uh, the school decided that you kids don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, <laughs> Kemi's can no longer be trusted with you. They have a new game plan. Uh, the baby metal sisters stroll in in alchemist outfits or like yeah. school uniforms instead. And he basically said like, you're going to give me all your cards or I'm going to like basically like destroy you. And Hodro one last time, or at least one last time today goes, no, but I want to be all their friends. You can't do this to me. I don't want my mind wiped. And they all get all temper tantrum me about who's going to, they're going to erase our minds. They're going to do this. And, uh, eventually spanner saves them all like the hero he is <laughs> uh yeah that i did not expect the the monado swerve here um do, do you think that he is being like mind controlled like is he taken over by by the bad guy by 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 garyan or, or by these sisters like or is this monado acting of his own uh volition so my note for this was, is the little one just doing the mind thing to him? 
since yeah. we know it takes her no effort whatsoever and everything else. Uh, obviously, they would have had to get close enough to to do it with some, which I guess takes some other shenanigans off scene that we never saw or off screen that we never saw. But it seems. I guess it works both ways. Either they will reveal that he secretly was the bad guy all the time, or just the evil kids are mind controlling him to get cards a different way and get the common riders out of the picture. Yeah. I, you know, she, she's done the, like the mind control thing very effortlessly. Um, but she's also like never done it to like a strong alchemist before. Like I, I feel like I feel like the logic of things like this are oftentimes like, yeah, I can do it to a rube, but I can't do it to someone who like can actually fight back and <laughs> actually knows what what they're doing. Uh, so it would surprise me, I guess, if she could very easily mind control him. But maybe she can. Who knows? Maybe she's very powerful. Yeah. Um, Small when, but mighty. Yes, indeed. <laughs> when they walked up in the uh, in the outfits, that was like, whoa, <laughs> 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 like things are happening here. <laughs> I thought it was ex- just extra funny just because of that small clip of the New Year's show that I watched when the one sister said to the other, oh, your stomach's always showing. And now she's in an outfit that she's covered up. Yeah, I can't see her stomach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is great. Maybe that's the whole solution. There's the joke. Uh, I thought I thought Minato, I thought the actor did a fantastic job here. Um just being like stone cold, just like <laughs> just completely, uh, completely stone faced. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think you you mentioned, but that he he even turns into common writer dread. Uh, so he 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 henchens and, and becomes dread and is is seemingly not bothered by it. Like Sabi <laughs> was when when he was when he was henching, he, he let the crazy spines come and attach attach themselves to him uh, without really any issue. So, he yeah, was dread all along. Maybe, maybe. So yeah, it clearly like something had happened in the uh, in the old classroom with Garion. Um, you know, probably easy money is on. He has leverage over Minato somehow, or he's mind controlling Minato in some way. But uh, certainly interesting. I'm really excited to find out where that goes. New year, new vibe. It also, I don't know if you noticed, kind of looked like Minato had been crying a little bit. Like his eyes were sort of red in the scene. Which are is maybe you, are you seeing what you want to see? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, so I'm clicking around. The one shot, they maybe look sad. But again, like I can't tell if that's what he always looked like. Or if we're <laughs> just putting that on the thing now, like on the inside, he knows what he's doing, he just doesn't like it. Yeah, it could it could be any of those things, which is which is the cool thing about it. I also really liked in this in that little scene that like They'd done a really good job thus far setting up the the stakes of having your mind wiped and and like these kids were all genuinely terrified about the <laughs> mind wipe portion. It wasn't just losing the chemis. It wasn't just that their teacher had like stabbed them in the back. It was like, oh God, like I don't want to lose my lose my my all my memories. I don't want to forget my friends. I don't want to forget everything from school so far. Uh so that I, yeah, that that felt like it hit with a little bit more power. Uh, than otherwise would have because they had done a very good job of making that seem very bad to have happen. I was going to say, like, it would have been weeks and weeks ago at this point. We had the conversation of how many times were they going to hammer home the mind wipe thing? And I guess this would be the payoff. They showed the sadness when people lose their friends and forget uh, the little needle cactus guy and everything else. So the kids know well enough, like, oh, shit, this isn't good when this happens and reacted accordingly. 
Totally. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that pretty much wraps up the episode. So we have a lot of a lot of new questions that we're asking. You know, who is Gotchar Daybreak? Uh, what's up with Monado? What's up with the Abyssal Sisters? Are they actually going to be students here now? What, what's that whole deal? Uh, what's up with Garion? Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. When when will when will uh, Kudo feel like henching? <laughs> so many oh, questions. That, and, then, and then real quick too, like the last like two second shot was. Uh, Girion standing in the alchemy school, like watching on the monitor, everything going down, like right in yeah. front of the chemical card boxes. So he's definitely still in there. This is like his new home. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're like setting up as that's their base now. Like kick all the kids out. They're not allowed in here anymore. And then we're just going to have the evil guy hang out in there now with his with his new minion, Minato. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, definitely a... You know, breathing some life into the the second half here of uh, of Gotchard. There's some there's some interesting stuff going on. I think I think they were right. Exciting things in the new year. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other final thoughts, Toby? No, I think we could like. This was one of those episodes that were like, the key points were short but like heavily addressed, and then a lot of it was just the fighting that you know. It's hard to talk about the just the fighting parts we got week after week because it's just a fight. Yeah, definitely. Especially these were like you sort of had you sort of had Gajar Daybreak say like, yeah, this isn't going to work out for you. So you knew the fighting was like kind of pointless anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then they kind of explained. Out. Yeah. Um, one one other thing I'm interested in that we got a little hint at was the like ten years ago thing that had happened where the professor had to take in spanner. So like, what was that encounter? What was that, uh, that whole conflict? It left a big scar on her arm. Uh, it'll be interesting if we get anything about that fleshed out too. Cause there's, there's potentially a lot of world building that they can still do here with some of the, the little hints that they've, that they've made. Yeah. Like that seems to be like, that'll be the next step. They were going to, we're going to expand out the, the story, cover a bunch of the past stuff and then go from there. Yeah. Interesting stuff. All right. Uh, well, that is going to wrap it up for us for episode 17. Toby, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on the internet? On Twitter, it's Life of Tobes. And on YouTube, it's Tobes Plays. I am on YouTube at Pretty Dece, Uh And you can also uh, find me in most places at Pretty Dece Josh. That's uh, Twitter and threads and uh, in various places. Uh, at some point, I'll figure out what my mastodon is and, and say that too but you know social media is weird right now um oh i did i did though however toby figure out change my my blue sky account so if you want to follow me on blue sky i am at meek.lol so go check that out <laughs> uh and that's gonna do it for us we will be back next week for episode uh 18 when that when that comes around of course, as Charlie mentioned up at the top, check out the Patreon if you are so interested. Patreon.com slash the comment writers. Uh, three bucks a month, get that bonus content. One buck, get it into the Discord. Come hang out. Uh, we're clearly all a bunch of uh, crazy people. You need to be a part of that too. And send in those emails to cast at commentwritersucks.com. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next time. We hope you join us for that as well. And until then, have a great week, everybody. Peace. Peace.